a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Thank you for listening. Please check out the app, uh, Pulp MX app. Get it on uh, Stitcher. Get it on iTunes, wherever you get podcasts from. Check out Steve Mathis' archives as well. Lots of oldies and goodies in there uh, to check out and for your listening pleasure. Uh, thanks to flyracing.com. 2018 and a half mesh gear debuted at Daytona with Justin Brayton, and they killed it with that. We thank those guys, Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Seven Deuce Deuce, uh, Zach Osborne, all running Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, please check them out. they got much more than gear as well. Also, two Alpine Star Protects and Maxxis Tires are on board. We thank those guys as well. Maxxis.com. Uh, the MXST tire developed by McGrath is coming out soon. And uh, the King, it's good enough for the King, it's good enough for you. Also, the Alpine stars like i said the tech 10 boots the benchmark boot in motocross i wear tech sevens and absolutely love them a lot of pros wear the a4 chest protector too uh alpine stars protects uh thanks to those guys also subscribe to racer x magazine while you're at it please so i can keep having a job i'd really appreciate it um, all right. Uh, with me on the line, uh, a friend of mine. I uh, haven't talked to him for a long time until we started doing this podcast. He had a terrific career in motocross. Uh, he raced with the rollerball, raced for Tough Racing. He's got a Husky ride and uh, used to own Tough Racing. Andy Stacy, what's up, Andy? How are you, man? Hey, Steve. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, it's nice, nice to reconnect, for sure, man. Uh, for people who don't know, you, you, you own Tough Racing for a while. I was working for a company called Merge Racing, and and uh, working for Parts Unlimited, and, and we hooked up that way a couple of times. I'd visit your dealer in Illinois, of course, the legendary Tough. And, uh, yeah, and we I think we saw each other in Florida as well when you were down there riding. Yep, yep. You came out to the track. We're out there. Um, bunch of friends of mine were out to get together out at the Lakeland track. I don't think it's there anymore. And yeah, uh, yeah you and you installed something in my carburetor before the fuel injection. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right. <laughs> and it stayed and it stayed together just so you oh, yeah, guys can so, hard for, time. So for clar- that, yeah, for clarification purposes, together. right? No, absolutely, <laughs> man. Uh, no, thank you for co- coming on. We got a lot to cover. Uh, first up, I guess, uh, and as I said, you had a great racing career. So many top tens uh, in 500 class, 250 nationals as well. You are you still riding these days? Do you, do you have a bike? Do you get out at all? Uh, actually, actually, no. I uh, got into some more training than I used to do, um, um, but right, I had to have uh, hip replacement surgery, um, so it's about a little over a year from that, and uh, right now, I really don't have any desire to ride at mm-hmm. the moment. Um, maybe want to get into some bicycling. But um, for right now, uh, but uh, that could change. I might want to get into some cross country stuff. But yeah, 
right now, I'm, no, I'm not. I, I do follow the sport. I listen to all the... Uh, yeah, you're into it, huh? That's cool. Shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch it every Saturday night, and uh, yeah, we, uh, I enjoy it. I yeah. still enjoy it. Um, probably the hip the hip replacement is from your years of moto, I would imagine, right? <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it didn't help. Uh, I just got bone-on-bone bone arthritis, and uh, it was... Um, it was quite painful, so I um, had to have that done. It went on a long time. I went as long as I could. Now, you're from New York, raced pro forever, 1979 to 1993. Great career. Uh, like we said, lots of lots of top tens. I got a lot of questions. Uh, you race against rollerball, too, so that, 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 that all matters. Oh, yeah. But before yep. we get into it too much, the reason we haven't talked much was, Andy, uh, you spent 20 months in uh, in a jail. Um, although, let's be honest, it wasn't. It's not exactly like Oz jail. Let's say it wasn't. A, no, you know. But no. but um, you know, as much as you want to get into it, and we had to talk about it, well, how was that? Uh, what was life like, and uh, and all that? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I could like I mentioned that. You know, I I'm glad you reached out to me and uh, to do this podcast, and that's. I wouldn't want to do it without discussing that and yeah. just, you know, um, and a lot of people were affected by it. You know, obviously myself, you know, what I, what I did was wrong. Um, was I behind it and the mastermind and, and uh, no, not mm-hmm. even close, but you know, uh, you know, I, you know, obviously I broke the law yeah. and, um, and I was punished. I went and did my time, and it really. What was that like? What was the, that like, the, man? <laughs> the crazy thing is, what was the worst was, you know, I go out to my. I was out there having lunch or something. Mm-hmm. 2013, August of 2013. Mm-hmm. I get a phone call. It's it's a three one two number, and I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, that's uh, that's downtown Chicago. Oh, okay, that right. was my lawyer. That was my lawyer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're gonna indict you. Are you kidding me? We would. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We. He goes, I had your file on a desk in the corner there. You know, I was wasn't gonna call and ask him what was going on. He goes, I figured it was just gonna go away. I'm like, well. Yeah. So what happened? So. Well, you know, I need this, and you know, so I had to go and get indicted and go through all that crap. That was that was September of thirteen. Okay. So, you know, it goes almost a year before I even have to go to court again. Okay. So the waiting, okay, yeah. just to sit there. What's going to happen? What's going to, you know? Yep, yep. Go to court. Okay, you're being sentenced on this date. Okay. There was no trial or anything. Um, you just you just said, "Hey, uh, no, yeah." No, yeah. no. Um, you know, without getting into too much detail, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't. If I can't afford a trial, okay, and um, that's just that's not an option, right? I, I there's no, you know, yeah, and, a, and obviously they have they have thing. they have reasons to indict you. You're like, look, not only would I spend a ton of money, you look like you have pretty good evidence on your side, right? I mean. Well, they don't yeah. wake up that morning and say, "Hey, uh, I think we're going to get this guy." Right, right. You no, know, right. they they do the, they do their homework. You know, they they have a cause, and what they do is. So okay, so the year, so, so the uh, no, year. Wait a minute, I had, I had something to say. Um, oh, so when they're talking to you, 
they know the answer before they even ask the question. Okay, <laughs> right. so they they do their they do their homework. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm not gonna sit and you know like I said I, uh, but anyway, um, so then it's you know, long story short, almost two years later is the day. I mean Sunday was my three year anniversary that I left. Okay. So, yep. Okay, so it it just it takes forever for them to and actually the day I walked into the place was okay. Now it's over. Yeah, yeah. It's it's leading up is what I'm saying is leading up to it is the yeah. hard part. Yeah, sure. It's almost a relief, huh? When they're like, Hey, here's your twenty yeah, months and absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and then, you know, uh driving you know, it was three hours away, uh in Wisconsin, you know, my wife took me. You know, my and my my little one was pretty good about everything until that morning she walked out to the bus station and and then ten seconds later comes running back in, just lost oh, it. You geez, know, finally yeah, lost yeah, it. And yeah. that's that's hard, okay? Yeah. But you know, then my wife drives me up and, you know, we stop at a sandwich place, a deli, to get my last meal, so to speak. And obviously I couldn't eat much. Yeah. And then 20 months later, when she picked me up, I went right back to that same deli. <laughs> I bet. I, I'd be doing pizza myself. I'd be doing pizza. But, um, yeah, wow. Okay. Uh, so anyway, what it was like, um, you know, it, at first, you're kind of in shock. But, yeah. um, you know, everybody else is there, too. And they, you know, they they got a family that misses them and they're, you know, and it, yeah. I was in a very low security and no fence. I mean, I probably could have left if I wanted to, but you know, obviously if I had got caught, I'd be <laughs> that a big fence. So yeah, but that'd be, that'd be more issues. So, ever, um, you know, you're... like I said, I, I met some people that from all walks of life, yeah. um, different, you know, lawyers, did anybody, uh, did you, did anybody like, did you tell them like, Hey, I used to race pro motocross. Like I was, pretty good or did anybody have any idea or did they even care or any of that um well yeah they kind of, you know we i share some stuff with some people um right. and then my wife would send me my magazine every month too so <laughs> <laughs> so another guy there's other guys in the dirt uh, in the dirt bikes yeah. too so uh so so yeah i got to talking with a few people um but one of the one of the officers walks by me one time mm-hmm. and uh and you don't really want to talk to them one-on-one right? because if something goes down in somebody's room or whatever, Oh, I saw Stacy talking to them, you know, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't, yeah, yeah. you don't, you don't want to talk to somebody unless, you know, you got another right. inmate with you. So I, uh, <laughs> So he was like, he goes, yeah, I heard you were a big time pro racer. He was actually a decent guy, but yeah, I was, yeah. you know, I yeah. wanted to be talking to him. And I said, I go, yeah, look where it got me. <laughs> and I kept walking. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you're like, yep, yep, perfect. Now, <laughs> yep, are you yep, able yep. to? Are you able to watch TV? Any races? Are you able to? How do you find out what's going on? Because like we said, you're following the sport, you're into it. You, you know, how, how tough was that? Um, yeah, one. I think I got to watch a main event one time. It was like uh, eleven at night. One of the I was in my room was the first room by the TV room. Okay. The kid comes and one of the younger kids comes wakes me up because Andy there's more across on him. So it was uh, sixteen or no, yeah, two thousand sixteen. Uh, one of the California ones. Okay. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. 
Mm. I forget. I, yeah. No, wait a minute. Who? Uh, yeah, um, Webb. Okay. I think Webb passed Zach uh, at the. It was before Zach won his first race. Okay. All right. So I think, yeah. I think he passed. He passed Zach at the at the end. So. Uh, right on the last lap was, or two. So was, I, I just remember that. That was That's just the like only a, one I watched. That was like an oasis for you, right? Like it's just like this nice, familiar yeah, feeling. Cool. Yeah, right. But but every week, uh, you know, my wife would um, mail me my race results. Yep. She'd print them up, and whether it was Supercross, you know, I got my I got my results. So I'd so by Wednesday, I'd have them from a Saturday or something. You know, a yep. Saturday race. Right. Right. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then when it got to be the outdoor season uh, for the uh, two summers I was there, I got all the U.S., Canada, and GP. And you so. couldn't uh, couldn't listen to any podcasts, any of mine in there, like no no, no audio equipment, nothing. No, 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 no. What I did was when I <laughs> when I left to go away, it was the last race was Daytona of fifteen. Uh huh. And, you know, I had, up until then, I would listen to the your show every Monday and your Moto 60 and your uh, recap. Yep. So so the last one, I did, and I, forgive me, but I was leaving on a Wednesday morning, and I didn't listen to the Pulp show, the Monday one, because I was a little <laughs> A little busy. A little busy, right. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll under- I understand. I get it. So, so when I got home. November of the following year, I started from that day. <laughs> and you just went so up, I caught up, caught up. Jeez, that's so dedication. I up, yeah. So I caught up the current. So, yeah. That's dedication. Um, wow. I well, am I can't... a dedicated listener. And, so, and you know yeah. what? Uh, God bless your wife, right? Uh, delivering oh, you this God. and she's sticking by you. And you know what I mean? Just... Yeah. Well, I, I'll, uh, I'll share something. Um, with her and I'll try to hold it together here. And there's uh, someone else that's an avid listener of yours that did what he did for me. Um, you know, yeah, obviously this, this affected her. I mean, yeah. it, it oh, really doesn't affect no. me. When you're gone, it don't affect me. Yeah. I mean, okay, what do I do? Okay. I'm going to work out today. I'm going to, I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to go read. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wh- what am I going to do? Right. So, you know, that affects her, but like when, right when the indictment started, you know, and things, things weren't good anyway, mm-hmm. you know, as far as, you know, she worked two jobs, yep. um, went and, uh, you know, for the, uh, you know, I was saying need an attorney and they they don't work for nothing. No. Um, so she got her inheritance early. You know, parents are still alive. She got went and got her inheritance early, uh, her Christmas bonus early, uh, worked, worked and continues to work two jobs. And that, that money she received and cashed in her any retirement yeah. money she had right. and paid my attorney with it. Wow. That's so awesome. That's yeah. uh, to say I'm... Uh, Blessed beyond belief is uh, an understatement. Yeah, no, that's that's really nice of her, and yeah, yeah. It's, it was tough, I'm sure, at times for her and and your kids and, and everybody oh, yeah. else. So yeah, um, yeah, and then, and then you know, I I mean, she'd come up and see me, but you know, I, I think after Christmas of fifteen, you know, I just stood at the window and watched her and my kid leave, and I'm like, you know what? Don't come, don't come till it gets closer. I just that one. Is that what you? Yeah, is that what you said? You know, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, just, you know, don't come in the winter, you know. Yep. Don't, you know, you know, you just don't. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I'm doing fine and just don't, you know. Yeah. You could see um, them uh, once a then, week or you, how, what was what was it once they could Oh, visit? God, no, no, no. It was, um, you're, you were allowed visits every, once every other week. And, oh, really, huh? Every other week? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, no, you know. You know, she, she. I mean, she's working two jobs, man, and yeah. she worked to save our house. I mean, we could have, we would have right. easily. Our house was real close to being in foreclosure. Right. She saved it, so, um, so, so no, you know, once yeah. a uh, like, it's like once a month for a while, and then like when it got closer, like you know, once a month, and I said, you know what, don't come back till it's November tenth, and you're picking me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's got a goal to work for, right? Now, and, let's, and let's go get and let's go get that sandwich. Let's go to the deli. Enjoy on the way up. Well, listen, man, I don't wish it on, on anybody, but it sounds like if you're gonna have to go away, and like you said, you, you know, you committed a crime and, and you did your time. If you have to, uh, it sounds like you have the best possible attitude one could have, Andy. Do you know what I mean? Like you could be bitter, and it could have wrecked you. And no. it, you know, no, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm right. no one to blame. Right. I yeah. mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that looks in the mirror every day is the guy that, you know, I could have ran away. I didn't. So yeah. it's it's my own fault. Right. And that's not going to do anybody any good. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, oh. okay. Yeah. And, well, you know, when I was there, I was, uh, you know, I'd never graduated high school. Yeah. Okay. So within 57 days of me being there, I got my G. I studied and got my GED. Which I would have never done. Yeah, yeah, no, good job on that for sure. Yeah. So I, so I did that. I, you know, I, um, I was always kind of a workout type of guy, but, yeah. um, you know, the, you know, was uh, working out a little smarter, better, not mm-hmm. eating as much, and obviously there was no uh, yeah. wine or beer there. No, no, no none, <laughs> nothing, zero. Well, actually, there was, but uh, yeah, I was, you know, when That's I wanted to get caught with it, you didn't want to get caught with it, so no. I kind of stayed away. But uh, and obviously, I don't want to be. Yeah, uh, I can't really enjoy anything if I'm sitting. You know what I mean? So yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, but I got, you know, uh, participating in a lot of classes. You know, did a lot of reading, yeah. um, did a lot of working out, trained people, wrote pro- wrote out programs for them, uh, assisted in a. Uh, push-up burpee class, which I still do every Saturday morning with my wife. So, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, you know, uh, I met some people. Um, you know, you're not supposed to stay in contact with anybody. It's yeah. uh, they, they frown on that, so I don't really, I don't. Um, but, you know, it's just, and everybody leaves, and they got their own life to go back to. So, yeah. But it was, but when you're in a small, confined area with all these people, you know, and uh, I mean, you, you, become, can... you become friends. Well, you can make it the easy way or the hard way, right? And the easy way is trying to right. talk to people and adapt and, and, and make yourself better and take your mind off things. Or the hard way is you could be an asshole and get yourself in more trouble no. and, and, you know, and start no. stuff. And, yeah, well, you know, it seems to me a pretty easy way to do it, right? No. And I had free reign pretty much as right. much as you can. I mean, I, I got to work uh, outside in the front and do all the landscaping um, so I could be outside and they have to come in for when they went and checked you and stuff. So they knew where I was and yeah. I got to go down to the uh, machine shop area and they, and all the landscaping and drive around the John Deere, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I'd mow the whole place, you know, yeah. uh, and I'd be sitting in a mower all day or I'd drive, get a Kawasaki mule and go plant flowers and yeah. kind of be off on the side of the road, like, 
So it went by quick. It was yeah. okay. Good, good. Um, well, let's move on. Let's uh, let's talk some more moto stuff. Yeah, that's that more... sounds good. That that stuff's over with. So it's more interesting to me, anyways. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. hey, hey, so when you look at your oh, can I can I just say something? Yeah, real quick? go ahead. Um, what? Real quick. I'm sorry, sure. but uh, you know, I had a friend of mine um, that he's a big listener of the show. Um, everything you do, and. We, um, my involvement with this caused him and I to have a falling out, um, for, you know, several different reasons and for, for probably five years. Day I got indicted, here's the first phone call I got. And it wasn't to say, I told you so, um, you know, what do you need? Can you do anything? Um, when it, he came, uh, it could have been, he, I told you so, right? It could have been, I told you so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He, right. It wasn't even, you know, right. you know, he's godfather to my, uh, my youngest daughter. He's best man at our wedding. Um, and another thing, what he did is like, Hey, I'm going to go to sentencing with you. I'm like, oh, okay. I appreciate it. Means that my lawyers go to the sentencing with me. And, uh, after it's over, he goes to, uh, I didn't even know he did this, you know, until after the fact. He goes to my lawyer and says, uh, whatever Andy's balance is, just send it to me. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I just, that's the last thing on that. I just wanted yeah. to, uh. Well, who, what's his name? And he don't know I'm doing. His name's Bob Shank. Okay, and perfect. Uh, nice guy. Uh, Good job, Bob. He's, uh, yeah. Uh, and, thanks for, thanks for listening too, Bob. You know, he knows, right. he knows I'm grateful, but, uh. Right. Um, I, I'm very grateful. So. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, hey, uh, you grow up in New York. You, you know, I read about you in tons of magazines growing up. You, you know, you were always one of those solid, kind of steady privateers and guys that were just, you know, just beyond the factory thing. Although you got a shot, you know, with Husky. But when you, when I look at your results, like KTM in 1979 to 1981, Mako in '82, Husky in '83. It's like Andy. You got to get off those things. Uh, how does those rides happen? How, yeah. how do those things come together, though? Like, was it a strong dealer, or was it what kind of what kind of deal was it? Well, the KTM dealer was my dad. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I grew up riding and going to watch my brother, older brother uh, Frank, race. Yep. Um. So I've seen all the. You know, for all the Trans Am, Inter Am, GPs, mm-hmm. uh, my brother race support class. Um, I mean, I saw Brad Lackey ride with a dove on the Thunder on the CV. You know, oh, yeah. you probably yeah. heard of that. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, you know, the CV team came and stayed at our shop for a week. My dad was a transmission uh, shop okay. as well, and they're. They're, the factory king was Gaston Rayer, Dave Bickers, John Banks, and uh, a guy by the name of Chris Horsfield, all way back. Brits yeah. and uh, Belgium. Yeah. So, so this is how they're traveling the uh, Trans Am that year. Yeah. They have a station wagon, uh-huh. a three rail trailer with four bikes on it. Jeez. <laughs> That's their, the factory their, their team. Grips, their hand grips are friction tape. Oh, my God. Gaston Rayer is like, wait, in Europe, I get a, I'm full factory rider. Over here, I got well, a three rail no, trailer. No, no, he's on the C. He's on a CZ. This before he went to the oh, okay, yeah, yeah. championships. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and he speaks no English. You know. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, that was. Uh, I mean, I was just a kid, and they're the right. team CZ staying at our shop. So this is is this cool. Unadilla for those Trans Ams? Is that what they're, we're racing? Uh, Unadilla. That, that was probably in between maybe Unadilla and Mid Ohio. Okay. Or something yeah, like something like that. Okay. Or maybe even. Uh, 
you know, you know, Coketown used to be a trans That's true. Place too. Yeah, can- Canadian. You know? Yeah. Um, yep. So. So your dad was anyway, a KTM dealer. Uh, yeah, my dad does. Yeah. yeah, we started as a. Well, he started like with Pianosa, CZ, Carabella, Hodaka. So I'd start. I started riding, uh, racing, mostly mid seventies on a Penton when he became a Penton dealer. Okay. Yeah. And and then uh, you know I just you know progressed into the amateur class in like seventy uh, seven. I think mm-hmm. I was still thirteen or fourteen years old. And uh, rode a couple years. I think I think I turned sixteen and yeah, oh seventy. I late seventy eight. So seventy nine. I wanted to get my pro license. Yeah. And um, you know, one piece of advice my brother gave me. He just said, you know, don't go out to a national until you can win your local track. Yeah. By, you know. At least half a track. It's good advice. Yeah. At least, at least by half a, at least by half a lap. Uh huh. So um, in '78, I didn't. I did okay, but I was, you know, we had full gates. It was, you know, yeah. pretty competitive uh, A class, expert class. So '79, I started uh, kind of come, you know, get improving. I improved a lot. Yep. So I, I decided, okay, you know, and I'm starting to win, and convincingly so. So yeah, I'm going to get my uh, pro license and uh, so even from a that. even from a young age, you're like, hey, I want to make a living. Like Frank's doing it, and and yeah, uh, and, yeah. And, and, there was no yeah, there was no yeah. That that's what I was going to do, right? Right. You know? And uh, um, but yeah, so I I did that. I went to like a uh, back then. They you were like a novice pro or an expert pro. Okay. So you send in your entries, and so it was kind of like out of your area. It was pretty slim chance you were going to get accepted. Oh, okay. I don't remember that, but yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you get like a rejection letter, or you could be an alternate uh-huh. or, or whatnot. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to, I went and rode this uh, regional. They they had like regionals that they called with that, uh, like a pro class and all, you know, 125 to 5,500, then they'd have some amateur stuff in between, you know. But I went to Mount Morris, and it was like 79, and, um, you know, decent guys there, Denny Schwartz, yeah. uh, John Savitsky, mm, and, uh, you know, some other guys. And I'm uh, come up and running third in my first one of those. Yeah. Doing pretty well, 250. Yeah. And uh, of course, like a lap, lap or two from the end, a chain snap. So, <laughs> you know, and then uh, second moto, I running pretty good. And I uh, remember those Magura kill buttons. No, no, I don't. No. Right. Well, they'd like to, they'd like to short out a lot. So my bike just quit. So I yanked the wire off, disconnect the kill button and finish. And I did okay in that race. So that was kind of my first uh, prototype deal. Yep. And then, um, that was more of always a 250 rider, but, uh, Binghamton, I got accepted to ride. They got, you know, I sent my training. They they allowed me to ride that one, so I rode a four twenty KTM. And this that is my first one. This is KTM's with the rear, with the rear, with the side plate on the rear rear fender and everything, right? Uh, are they not? Are they not like their... That was eighty. That was eighty one. Okay, that so was the just, first year for so that. Not, not quite. Yeah. They. Yeah, the first year was the plastic tank, though, was 79. Okay. Not not the fiberglass one. But, uh, yeah, I went to Binghamton. Uh, 
you know, that, you know, obviously you got to ride a qualifier. Uh, pulled a third in that behind uh, Marty Motes and Goat Brecker. Nice. Now, did you have a ton of uh, time was, on Bing on Binghamton? Was it like total local track? Uh, no, no. Binghamton's like three, okay. three four hours. Yeah, yeah, so it wasn't like so, a, No, I, yeah. I don't think I had ever even rode that. Okay. So morning. I stayed close to the Buffalo area. Yeah. So. so you're good. You're pretty good there. So that I did okay in the qualifier, and then you know, in the in the in the motos, I got I scored points, let's say, but you know, forty plus two on a on a four twenty KTM. Yeah, uh, I was hurting. Yeah, that's that hard. <laughs> <laughs> they were they weren't they weren't thirties anymore. I mean, they weren't thirties yeah. then. They were forty plus two. Yeah. So yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I was actually not feeling real well after that. That was hard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that that was pretty at first seventy nine and um eighty I decided uh, I would concentrate on I do some local do, do a lot of local. Yeah. Actually seventy nine is when I got good at locals too because I I rode twelve local races I remember and I I won every one so that was good and then I did the did the national and that was pretty much it. Yeah. So, yeah, only two races in uh, the vault, only two races in nineteen eighty in the vault for you on a KTM. Redbud and High Point. It, yes, in the national, yes. Yeah. So I, I did. I concentrated on the regional series. Uh huh. And God, I don't remember if I won it or I got third, but I, I, I did one or the other. It was I forget, mm-hmm. but, but that was good because you know, Jeff Hicks rode that, so I rode, raced with him yeah. a lot. And Mark Garrison, a really good Pennsylvania guy. I don't know if you ever heard of him. No. Um, Shirt uh, Coombs uh, would knows who he is. Um, I actually won one round in Brownsville, uh, PA. It was a muddy mud race, but uh, Chuck Son, Denny Schwartz, and uh, Chappie Blows, who oh, okay. was a factory yeah. cowie guy at the time, uh, showed up for that one, and I, I won that race. So I was I was really proud. And, and Hicks and Garrison were there, and I was real proud of that race. So oh, cool, yeah. Um, and then yes, I think I did red bud and maybe scored a point, and then maybe got a maybe an eighteenth one moto at uh, high point. Yep. Um, uh, I did go to Southwick. I did not qualify. I, I hurt my foot before then. I tried to ride in Scott boots, and that didn't work out too well for me. <laughs> um, but I did witness JoJo win that second moto over Howerton. That was that was an incredible ride. I remember seeing that. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, JoJo. JoJo uh, texts me once in a yeah. while. JoJo texts me once. He's in a, a while. great guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, um, I had a lot of fun with him. We went and raced in Holland one time. Oh, oh at jeez, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then oh, Trans USA though. I got to ride the Trans USA in, in eighty. Okay. On the two fifty KTM. Yeah. So um, did that. Went. I think I got like maybe tenth in the series, which was okay. Yeah. Because um, back then the you know support class, they you know there were some pretty solid guys. Sure. Yeah. You know Bailey, uh, Tom Benolk, and mm-hmm. um, Alan King. Uh, you know, yeah. a lot of guys like that. And uh, you know, Dillo was my best round, so so I did that. And then uh, that was pretty much it for. Uh, oh, I I went to Philly Supercross. 
the Dunlop truck, obviously Dunlop was in Buffalo, and yep. the rep guy said, hey, you want to go ride Philly? I'm like, sure. So he picks me up at like midnight and uh, throws my stuff in the Dunlop truck, yep. and I jump on the in the camper and sleep and drive all night. I raced a uh, doubleheader at uh, Philly. I Actually, I think I got uh, the last chance like third each night, which is my oh. first time I ever even rode a Supercross. So yeah, how okay. crazy! How crazy is that back then, right? You're just like ah, Supercross, yep. whatever. Yeah, some guys are like, yep. oh, you know, yeah. No, I just jumped on and went. And uh, oh, and then uh, the, I guess the big highlight would have been uh, uh, Saint Gabriel 500 uh, Grand Prix. Oh, okay, Quebec, Quebec, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, Frank rode the GP, uh-huh. and I went uh, rode the sport class and uh, got a just for consistency a, a one seven. Oh jeez! <laughs> um, so I got a I got a picture of me on the podium with uh, Miguel Duhamel. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. One before he was road racing. Yeah, before he was road racing. And uh, uh, you probably heard of you heard of Serge. Yeah, Gr- yeah, Gr- or something. Yeah, Serge Gr- He's a pretty good yeah. rider. Good rider. And yeah, he was second. So uh, I got a picture of me on the podium with uh, those two. That was cool. Good track. Fun track. That one. Photos. Oh I've my seen god. Yeah. yeah. Photos I saw. Oh it my god. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if uh, you would ever. But yeah. Um. All right. So it looks like you know in '81 you're on KTM and '82 you're yep. on Mako. Which '82 yep. you're in the 500s. You're on Mako. They're actually they're air cool, but that 490, Mickey Diamonds on a on, on one too, I think. Um, that's a good bike, right? No, I hated that thing. <laughs> I did not do good on that bike. <laughs> I thought it was a good bike. I I, I read I'd too much. Of... T- I'd rather talk about '81, my rookie of the year year. That was that was a way better. <laughs> yeah. '81, <laughs> uh, you got 250 rookie of the year, right? Yeah, but that's kind of. I mean. Not like there was a bunch of rookies in there, and uh-huh. there for you know. But I was probably the only first year guy that was sure eligible. But so are you, I did have some solid rides. Are you getting help from Penton? Is this bikes and parts and stuff? And like go race? Uh, let's see. What did they do for me? I went and rode the Winter Am, so they gave me a bike, and I had my eighty uh, bike as a practice bike for down there. Oh boy! I, I drove down there by myself. Uh huh. In my van, 18 years old. I uh, met a couple guys from Minnesota, and one guy drove from Alaska to race this. He rode a KTM. He drove 5,800 miles to go race the Florida Series. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, Jim Stewart, great guy. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, we all camped all week together in the uh, in the in the campgrounds, and then we all we split a room on the weekends. Right. They were the kids, uh, Minnesota kids were the amateur or whatever. So. Right. But yeah, I did pretty well in the Florida series. Uh, I think I got like a fourth at the last one, which gave me a. I never forgot what I got overall in the series, but it did pretty well. Uh huh. Um, and you know, went home for a few weeks, came back, and I was friends with uh, Tom Mueller, who was a uh, covered all the races for Cyclone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And when they were in Tucker, Georgia, the uh, the their East Coast were. Uh, Mm-hmm. Offices, so I went there, stayed for Atlanta. So it was, I know I rode Philly, but that Atlanta was kind of like my first real, yeah. you know, where I was. Yeah, like so. Uh, it, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, you know, I, I I went there, you know, 
that made the main right out of my heat, which was really cool. I held off rec state and to get in. Oh, I was boy. like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I never looked back because I thought it froze. So. It's going to kill you, yeah. Yeah, made uh, made Daytona out of my heat uh, the next weekend, and uh, it was pretty it was pretty good. Except the main, my motor plant loosened up and sucked a bunch of sand in my motor. Um, and then uh, went to Lake Whitney for the national, uh-huh. and I think I got ninth. And, and then you're on your way, right? I mean, you're you're yeah, you're yeah, stoked, yeah, south. Yeah, doing yeah, got did pretty good there. Did uh, did real good at uh, Southwick. Did a good battle with the rollerball. He was there on a cowie. Oh, cowie rollerball. Um, yeah, not 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 yep, not, well known. not well known. Not well known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was kind of his first starting out too. Sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we had a we had a good battle. And um, how do you get on Mako? What happens? They come calling. Now, let me, uh, yeah, let me just go back. I don't want to take too much of your time, but I'll go back because uh, I go to uh, KTM to probably rebuild my bike or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they, the the last two nationals were St. Pete and Castle Rock, Colorado. So I go there and they're like, you know, uh, we're gonna we're gonna fly you to the last two nationals. Oh, you're like, you know, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. Well, how my bike's gonna get there? Well, we're gonna you're gonna crate them up and ship them. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. So basically, I went there, rebuilt my bike, got a crate, drove back to Buffalo, and I, you know, I've never even been on an airplane before, so I got to crate all my stuff, tools. There's my, you know. Yeah. You're like, how about I just drive? Was, how about I just drive, guys? Yeah, I was like, damn. So I, so I flew there. I get there. I got to get a rental car, a Hertz rental van. I got to get, you know, put my bike together. I got to yeah. make sure I can ride, you know. And it's, you know, it's 100 degrees. <laughs> so anyway, I, I went and did that race. I don't know how I did, but I know I scored points. But the, the fun part was after 40 plus two of Twice, yeah. I had to go back to the hotel and take my bike apart and crate it. Crazy, yeah. You're like, thanks, <laughs> KTM. Colorado yeah. the next. Then I went to Colorado the next day, and you know, same thing all over for the yeah. following weekend. So that yeah. yeah, was. But uh, anyway, what happened is I um, at Colorado, I got to be friends with Alan King, and we started uh, hanging out together. Yeah. Uh, also, oh yeah, I did also did mid Ohio one twenty four to fifty support got second and uh, Unadilla USGP in eighty one uh, eighth. Oh, nice! Uh, that's another uh, battle with the rollerball. That's another two, rollerball battle. That's eighty one. You said eighty one to yeah. USGP. Okay, yeah, yep. yep. Uh, rollerball did really well in eighty three. I think he got fourth in a moto or something in eighty three. Yeah, he was on the Suzuki yeah. and the Cooper yeah. gear, I think, or something. Yep, Cooper all gears exactly. <laughs> Um, good, good um, but, uh, but anyway, you know, um, I'm getting ready for a trans USA and KTM's like, okay, you know, we're going to have a team next year. Yeah. You know, they made it sound, and I think they made it sound to other people that <laughs> I was going to be on it. So they wanted me to, you know, I was going to ride the 495 KTM in the support class, uh, in the trans USA. So I'd go there and, you know, get ready and, uh, you know, chain snaps first moto, DNF seven, I get, you know, yeah. 
class has got a lot of guys in it. Magoo's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Grassi, you know, JoJo, Jimmy Ellis, yeah. and Jeff Hicks. I mean, it's not easy by any means. So I'm thinking, yeah, I'm not writing too bad. And right. Second, you know, uh, basically, long story short, um, they tell me, yeah, you know, we're, we're not going to keep you while, while I'm while I'm thinking they're going to keep me. I'm at Alan's <laughs> house. We're eating dinner. Uh-huh. And and he's talking to Suzuki at the time, cause, but he's out with a broken wrist. Okay. So the phone rings. It's for me. Uh-huh. And it's Tosh Kayama from Suzuki. Yeah, Tosh, right. He's forever in yeah. charge of Suzuki. And, yeah, forever. And I'm like, oh, how do you know I'm here? And, you know, so I thought it was a friend messing with me. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of just didn't even take the call seriously. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good, you know. And, okay, well, I was just like, you know, I was, you know, <laughs> I just wanted to give you a call and uh, I, I can, you know, I'm, I'm like, and Alan's like, well, what are they calling you for? You know, you right. <laughs> haven't even signed me yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I just kind of. Anyway, and blew that. Yeah, and good. good. It, wasn't, it wasn't my friend screwing around. Yeah, good job uh, on that, Andy. <laughs> yes, yeah, no kidding. So I, honestly, Steve, I regret that to this day. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, yeah, Silverize asked me to. And oh, yeah. I was kind of in this pattern where, you know, Alan was rookie of the year in 80. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in 81. Yep. Uh, he, his number for the following year was. 43. Oh, mine was going to be 43 for 82. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I'm just going to follow him. Yeah, you know? yeah, you and Alan King. You know? Yeah, so it didn't and, happen. Uh, and we'll get, and I we'll did get, not do okay. And we'll get to that, but you also wrote for Team Tam. <laughs> yes, in yeah, 85. Yeah. Right, yep. with Alan, Alan wrote in 84, Team Tam. So. And 85. And 85, okay, yeah. So there, yeah. <laughs> it is getting a little creepy. So That, self- was, that was my first, yeah, that, well, that was my first, uh, Japanese rides. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, Andy. You needed to get off these bikes by by. Oh, uh, I know the Mako was terrible. I just I did not gel well with it. It just you know I changed a primary chain like between motos. Uh, thanks for listening to the Andy Stacy podcast, Fly Racing Racer X Online, and of course uh, our great guys Alpine Stars and Max's Tires. Listen to these commercials. Listen to this code to save at Race Tech. Right back with more Andy Stacy. Race Tech suspension and engines, people. Pulpamex 18 is the code to save. Breaking through the limitations of OEM designs, Race Tech specializing in high performance suspension, parts, service, and setups, modifying stock suspension components to perform at the highest level. Discover why more top privateers trust Race Tech, guys like the HEP Suzuki team, and many more in the pits use Race Tech for their suspension and engines mods. Pulpamex 18, you can save using the code. Please check them out, racetech.com. Do it. Maxxis Tires. From your bike to your truck and almost everything with wheels in between, Maxxis Tires will have you hooking up, pulling the whole shot, and beating your competition. One of the world's most trusted tire brands, Maxxis delivers high-quality tire products that perform no matter what the terrain or conditions. If you don't believe me, just ask the king, Jeremy McGrath. So was uh, was Diamond on Mako's then? But he wasn't. He was just a California like a. Oh, okay. Guy. Yeah, so he uh, never, never he, ran into him. Yeah. I I got to know him a little bit. Yep. 
because then the following year was a was a thing where we were both on the Huskies. So, but uh, the the make or no, not that was eighty. 80, that was 84. Yeah, okay, 80, that was 84. 84 is Laporte and Diamond, their factory Huskies. 85. No, 85 was Laporte and Diamond. Oh, okay, 85. Yeah, sorry. Because I, right. I, I replaced Laporte when he broke his leg. Oh, okay. All right, we'll get to another that. funny story. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll but, get to uh, that. The make go. So, anyway, it was, uh, you know, I, I really didn't have anything else, you know. Um, everything was yeah. done, and, you know, and that was. Are you after that year I had that was probably my best shot to get something decent mm-hmm. and that's all I could get. So Are you getting any you know, salary? Are you making any money? Or no? Oh god no. No, oh, no, god, just no. bonuses no, I was, and whatever. Uh, Mako was uh I, w- I got to choose which class I wanted to ride, okay? So, mm-hmm. you know, I could have rode their two fifty air cooled that weighed <laughs> about two hundred and sixty pounds. <laughs> or I could ride a five hundred. Yeah. Or I felt I'd be a little more competitive. Yeah. Especially after trying a couple super crosses on the two fifty. So <laughs> right. um good idea. Yeah. And so I so yeah, so I got two bikes and so I got a bike for the winter am. They let me keep Allen's eighty one for practice during the winter am. Uh and then I got a two fifty for Atlanta, Daytona. And then before South with the first five hundred, I got a new one. A are you just bike. are you living so, up? And, are you... and my thing was ten cents a mile. That's that's the money I got. <laughs> wow, are you li- so you're living off purse money? That's it. You're living off purse money, and like, I'm just... living off living with my parents. Yeah, what I'm doing right. So. Jeez, <laughs> um, that's nuts. Yeah, it's just crazy because you look at your results. I mean, you're you're right outside the top ten. In '83, you got eighth. At Gainesville and tenth at Redbud and Lake Whitney, like on a Husky now. But you know these are yeah. these are solid results. These are good results. <laughs> there's, there's, yep. You know you can't you can't yeah, uh, you don't luck into those kind of results. Yeah. No, and uh, our our team, I guess, in the '82 was uh, Mickey Kessler, myself, and Gary Pastalik on the 500. Uh huh. And, and 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 Tom Carson was like a. He was on there as well. He started doing pretty well, and I think he was like I think he started as like a a rider, and you you know he graduated up yeah. to us. So, and uh, that's when I got to know Tom. Um, and then the two hundred and fifty was uh, Carlos Serrano, Ed Arnett. Oh yeah, Ed Arnett, and, test, test rider. Uh, yeah. uh, yep, and uh, Scott Johnson, um, uh, California guy. And, and this is the uh, Glover's winning eighty three, right? I'm trying to think of the guys in the class. Glover's in there. Brecker, oh, the, no, uh, we're on the eighty three. I'm on the Husky. Yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah, Glover rode the two fifty, I think, in eighty two. So yeah. yeah. So you three was. Oh God, that was that was a lot of guys in eighty three. It was. Um, how did you get well, on Schultz won in eighty two? Schultz won That's in eighty two. Right. Yeah, Schultz won. Um, and then never raced again. Won the title and like literally never raced again, right? Ah, wait a minute. What? I raced with him in Toronto in 85. Oh, he raced? He was still there? Okay, all right. <laughs> he, he came up and raced that race. But yeah. Anyway, uh, but like 82 was, yeah. um, you know, stacked pretty good too. They had, uh, you know, Magoo, Sun, yeah. uh, Brecker, Bell. Yeah. Yes, Allen Howerton. But you hate the uh, bike. You hate the bike. Oh, it's too, yeah. But I did. I did. Uh, I did get a ten eleven at Southwick because on the soft stuff, I felt okay on it. Yeah, I yeah. Just didn't like it on the hard. Right, right. 
but but I tied for tenth with Mickey, and uh, so I didn't have to qualify at High Point, which was cool. Yeah, that's that's all right. Um, so what about? Uh, I had seven DNFs. I I whole shot Binghamton. First, the only time I've ever led ever, um, and uh, going up that one sweeping left hander. And Magoo comes by me in a full power slide, grabbing gears, and all them rocks about blew me off the bike. So, <laughs> wow. Um, so, how do you end up at Husky in '83? Is that a, is that a little bit of an effort, a factory effort in Husky? No, no, no. They they had the they had the factory team in '82 with Billy Grassi and Chris Bigelow. Okay. And then. Uh, they kind of got rid of that. Um, they were going to go with a bunch of uh, support riders in different area regions, you know, local mm-hmm. support type guys. Yep. Uh, I had zero. You know, I couldn't get nothing from nobody. Oh, jeez. Uh, I mean, Mako wouldn't even help me. So that's how bad I did that year. So, <laughs> uh, and they were going. I think they were kind of under reconstruction too. They. Mickey and gave him some bikes and parts, and then hired Chuck's son. Were the didn't last too long. Were the Huskies okay? But, uh, were the Huskies all right in '83? I didn't or? mind it as bad. Yeah. I called down there to Columbus, talked to Burleson, and okay. he let me come down there. Um, gave me something to go ride the Winter Am, see how you do. Um, okay. Did okay on a 500. And uh, then they started giving me more bikes, and then for the nationals, they, I got a, I got a hundred dollars per race plus top ten bonuses. <laughs> wow, top ten bonuses! Yeah, hey, you're on a Husky '83 in the 500s. Go get top ten. Um, I did, I think I got one or two though. You got you got two. You got guy. two. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, maybe Red Bud and Lake Whitney or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good job on okay. that. Um, this on is that, still... like, yeah, steel. Uh, but I did okay at the GP too. I think I got like a. 11th or 12th at the Carlsbad 500 GP on it. This is still two shocks, I think, in 83. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. don't have a single shock yeah. yet in 83. <laughs> no. No, 84 didn't either. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. But I, I you know, but I, I did my series, and uh, I, here's how Husky worked, though. I mean, I was 11th in points, uh-huh. but maybe a pretty good distance out of 10th. And, uh, you know, I wanted to go ride Washougal. Yeah. They didn't want to give me the $100 because they didn't think I could get in the top. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny how motocross worked back then, right? Like, you're 11th in the points. You're just 11th in the points. I mean, yeah. $100? Yeah, 100 bucks. Nope. Nope. No, can't do it. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Oh man! No. But anyway, I went. So anyway, but uh, yeah, I think I finished like somewhere around there that year. So, but um, I came out with the all new 250, which was water cooled uh-huh. for the uh, following year. And Dick called me up, said, "Hey, I want you to come get this new bike." I'm like, "All right, cool." So I went and rode Florida Series, and on that, which was kind of which was nice. Yeah, um, had fun. Um, did okay. Yeah, you know so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was okay. Yeah, again. and then uh, Mickey Diamond they signed. Um, actually, Dick told me it was going to be a competition. For me in Florida and Mickey in California. Oh, okay. And who and who did better was going to get them? Like, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, but you know what? I I did the series. I did Atlanta. I did Daytona. Um, then that first Gainesville, I had to ride a air cooled. You know, yeah, five hundred again. No, the only difference between the eighty three and the eighty four was the 
plastic tank now. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you I, got eight. Um, you got eight in '84. I got eight. Yeah. Yeah, I got eight there, and then what happened was um, then you know I had to, I had my meeting with Dick, and he then then he told me what he was going to do for me the rest of the year. So, so I got up to uh, four hundred a race. Nice, and big time. Plus, big you know, time. yeah, which you know, hey, that was a lot yeah. for me back then. Yeah. So, um, and uh, you know, and then I, I, they always let me share the, and Mickey was cool about it too. Uh, the truck with him okay so i didn't have to like the california rounds i didn't have to drive to yeah 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 you're all right so i could fly there and use you know use my you know over my per diem my start money and andy uh, stacy on the dual shocked air-cooled husky lining up next to david bailey on his 84 yeah rc 500 yeah i know i know <laughs> I, I i remember <laughs> Wonder why I didn't have a lot of confidence. I no. can't figure that one out. I wonder, but, if there were, um, I wonder if there was ever a bigger gap between bikes than that right there. <laughs> well, now uh, by so I think the next one was Saddleback, and I still had to ride the uh, air cooled. Uh huh. Um, but in between Saddleback and Hangtown, yeah. I got I got the new bike uh, that was Mickey was riding, and it was a they took a WR four hundred uh, water cooled okay the enduro bike yeah and bored it to a four thirty <laughs> and that's what that's that was the race bike that was that's it we raced that was oh. it I'm trying to picture that model and then when the new head. single yeah. the new single shot came out Mickey got that and I you know I stayed on the other so. I can't even picture that bike in my head. What the, what what it looked like the off road one? Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, um, it's just uh, well, it looked just like the uh, water, new water cool two fifties built twin shock. You yeah, know. yeah. Not a disc trump brake, but a dual leading brake shoe. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, Andy. You needed to get on a Japanese bike way sooner, way oh, sooner than, yeah, you, than yeah. you did. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. But I know. hey, and it, you got fifth at Redbud. Ninth at Broome, yep. sixth at Millville, seventh at Washougal. You know, I mean. Okay, I was trying to remember what I got. Okay, I, I, I didn't know what I got at Broome that year. Okay, so I got ninth. Like those okay. are good. Those are good finishes. Absolutely. You know. I mean, yeah. You know, it was a real struggle at that that year. Was the the Castle Rock round because, um, you know the you know the bikes don't yeah have any power there yeah so. An uphill start on a board out four hundred. Four thirty. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. was a, that was a that was a struggle. I don't think I shut off the whole moto, and I think I got like two fourteen. So it was you know it wasn't a good day. So. What was uh, what was a young Mickey Diamond like? Did you see him as a two time one twenty five national champion? What was he like? Uh, we shared we traveled and shared a lot of rooms together, and yeah. uh, you know he had the talent. You know, uh, and I'm not going to, because, you know, yeah, he got more support than me, but you know what? Mickey was a better rider than I was. Did so, you, you know? did, yeah, did you see talent in him? You're like, this, this kid knows what he's doing, if he can ever figure it out? I just saw the talent. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, God, he'd, we'd go, he'd never do laps. You know, I'd go out practice, I'd, I'd do motos. You know, <laughs> he'd find a jump or a, <laughs> lay out a three-turn track on the side of a hill, and uh-huh. that was that, man. Uh, 
But he was just a he was fun. God, we had fun. Okay, he's, he's all, a, so he's just a great kid. He is. He's a good friend of mine. I don't know if he's a good friend. He's a friend of mine now. Uh, I talk to him here and there whenever I see him, and and he's a different dude. You know, he's a different guy. He yep. he's a he's a deep thinker. He's a um, yep. a little eccentric, I guess you might say would be the word. Hell of a nice guy. Was he always like that? Was he like that back then? Yeah, yeah. I uh, so yeah, that's right. Because I used to call him. <laughs> Dominowski. Call him what? Dominowski. You know, oh. Polish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominowski, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, you know, he's just a. Don't mean, he, no, don't mean no offend anybody. No, nah, you're, you're fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it, it, uh, it, it, uh, it's, he's an anti motocross racer kind of personality. You'd never. Um, you yeah. and I have run across a lot of yeah. motocross racers in our time, and Mickey Diamond yeah. is not one of them, yeah. you know? No, nope. so um, nope. just definitely a different dude. So just, just the way he, he still talks the same. I mean, I've listened to the podcast you've done with him. Yeah, he's, you yeah. Know, he's just yeah, he's just a different guy. That's bicycle, to, bicycle across America twice now. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I know. But you know what? That uh, it keeps him fit, keeps him busy. Yeah, you know, good for, for him. Sure. Um, so no, I, I mean, I could see, I could run into Mickey right today, and it, we'd be like it was. Yeah. You know, 1984 again. So, so one, of the, one of the interesting things that you had was that Team Tam was an independent team way before its time, all matching uh, gear, uh, matching yep. box fans. Of course, 84, like we talked about, Allen won a national, Allen King won a national form, and, yep. and, and Hicks rode for him, and Carson, and all these guys. And you also, which I forgot about, but in 85, they switched to Cowies. They were on Hondas for a, for a couple of years, and then they switched to Cowies. How does that ride come yep. about, and how's Team Tam? Well, uh, how it comes about is I'm good friends with Alan King. Mm-hmm. Um, Husky was going to hire Laporte. Yep. You know, um, so, you know, I was no room for me. You know, and they were keeping Mickey, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So, I honestly, I didn't really have anything, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought I did pretty decent, but, you know, but, you know, they're going to bring over a world champion. You know, what am I going to do? So, Alan uh, came off his 84 year where, like, right before, I think the night before Gainesville 84, he decided, you know, he's going to switch to the 250 class and he's supposed to ride 500. Uh-huh. He just said, you know what, I'm, I don't want to ride this thing. I'm, I want to ride 250. He's been doing good in Supercross, so he did it. And, uh, I mean, Alan led the points after three rounds. Crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and not like, you know, he won a mud race or something. No, no, I mean, no. He, yeah. And this is, he, this is Lachine and yeah, Johnson and Lyles and Barnett and yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so, uh, he, you know, went, he went, uh, you know, he did the USGP, just, you know, he, he had nothing either. I mean, he's like, Tam's like, you know, they want to keep him obviously. And he's like, yeah. okay, you know, and I'll do it. He goes, but. Uh, give Andy two bikes and then a mechanic and he can share my truck. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's how I got my ride with him. Um, but I mean, not that, you know, yeah. I don't know. I was a schmuck by any means, you know, I think I was okay. And they, and I, and I knew the guy, I knew them, you know, I, uh, yeah. they actually asked me come and ride for them in, in mid season in 83. And, you know, I just, yeah, I could, couldn't do it. 
and they were going through like a revolving door of, of riders then as yeah. well. And, you know, then what, if don't work out, then what, I go back crawling back to Husky. You know, I, yeah. I didn't want to do that. I didn't think no. it was the right thing to do, so I didn't. Yeah. But, uh, uh yeah, but anyway, Alan, uh, yeah, Alan got me the, uh, yeah, it was him, you know, and he got me a deal. We we went to Italy together and raced the motor show, Bologna Motor Show, uh, uh, end of '84. Uh, yeah. You were you were uh, you were back down to 250s too. So and you were on a yeah. Cow- Cowie, which well, is a pretty good bike. Well, because the reason to put me on a 250 is, you know, Alan's gonna uh, give me two bikes to ride. Yep. Um, you know, I might as well just I'm gonna ride Supercross. Um, I'll just stay on it versus going. Yeah. You know, back and forth, and they're not gonna. I don't think they had. I don't think Cowie helped them that much as well. So right, and then they had Mike Byer on the one twenty five too. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Byer was there. Sure. Yeah. Um. Was there too. So. So at some point, though, at some point, Andy, you're back on Husky in eighty five. <laughs> what right. happened? You can't get away from these models, from these European bikes. No. Well, here, here's what happens. Yeah. There is what I, uh, Alan. Well, Alan broke his wrist. Cam, you know. The, the 85 cam thing was not going to last very long. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they, they had moved to uh, Henderson out uh, by you. Okay. So I was based out of there for the month of January. Oh, okay. Um, now he, he, he sold auto parts, Bob Tam sold auto parts. I, I don't know what his, yeah, I, I just so. remember them guys showing up at the Florida winter M in 83 and, and all of a sudden, you know, and all of a sudden they got a clothing line and yeah, um, they got, yeah, oil yeah. and now uh, Hondas and, right, this right. and that. But, uh, and you know, I, I never had no problem with Bob Tam. He was always honoring to me. So, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what, what happened. And he bit off more than he can chew. Who knows? Yeah. But, yeah. Who uh, knows? Right? Yeah. Class, uh, 80, classic uh, story. Uh, classic 80, moto story for sure. Yeah. When, uh, you know, Alan got hurt, I think that was pretty much it for the team. Uh-huh. We rode, uh, you know, we rode some supercrosses. We rode the first. We rode Gainesville. Uh huh. Hangtown. And I think he must have got hurt right after Hangtown because we didn't go to Vegas. I think that was the third round. Um. But. Yeah. In 85? Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't go to that. Um, and I just think, uh, you know. You know, it was the same old thing. You know, mechanics aren't getting paid. You know, yeah, people are using their own credit cards to put gas <laughs> in the truck. Uh, you know, it's just you've um, heard it all before. Eighty-five so, Houston, eighty-five Houston, thirteenth and two fifty main event, right behind Jim Holly, right ahead of Jim Holly, I should say. Yeah, best one I ever had. Yeah. Made it out of my heat, and yeah. uh, it was back when they did the two motos. Oh, that's right. There was two motos that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the, the the Atlanta one, we uh, we stayed with Barnett that week, trained with him. That was cool. Oh, I bet, yeah. And and he and he won that weekend. So, um, what was his place like? But, uh, but in, works, but anyway, works yeah. this is Kawasaki Barnett and Cowie years, right? Yeah, his his Cowie, yeah, his yeah. Cowie year, yeah. Right, and right. Alan and him were buddies from the Suzuki, and I got to know him a little bit too. And yeah. he was just always a really cool guy to me. So, oh, good. But um, but yeah, uh, the Cam thing that was it. Uh, I went. I think Bayer was going to travel and race. So he had somehow had my bike. So I met him at Mount Morris mm-hmm. and I figured, well, since I'm here, I'll race. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I went to Mount Morris to pick up my bike and I raced. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I did okay. Maybe 11th or something. Uh huh. And, um, 
because I had Toronto coming up and I wanted to ride my, my bike. Right. So I went up to do Toronto. And what happened, um, after, after, uh, Mount Morris, Mickey Diamond was hurt. And okay. I talked to Burleson a little bit. I said, hey, you know, do you need me to maybe fill in a little bit? Yeah, you, know, you, already, you, back? you already saw how that thing was going to go with Tam and all that. So you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was out of a ride at that point. Yeah. I just went to get my bike. Right, so right. I was either going to ride up in Canada or I was going to, I don't know what I was going to do. Um, yeah. So Mickey, so Mickey got he hurt. So now we just can't, we just can't help, uh, you know, we just can't do that. I said, okay, no problem. So I went up to uh, Toronto, mm-hmm. raced up there. Um. And then so, we're—I don't know—we're messing around. I mean, we're on a—I don't know—we're out just messing around. Yeah. We used to always just call people, you know, just <laughs> talk to you know, talk to our friends out west, you know. Uh-huh. And I—I called uh, Bill West. I think he was one of the mechanics for Husky. Uh huh. He's like, "Hey, Danny got hurt yesterday. It was right after Colorado." Okay. I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Oh, that's too bad," you know. Yeah. So, and I hang up. I'm like, man, I wonder. I go, man, I bet you he calls me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> next morning. Next morning, Burleson calls me from the side of a road. He's in, a, he's in some kind of a right. traffic thing. And he's like, yeah, Andy, did you hear what happened this weekend? I'm like, yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's too bad, but it's good for you. Yeah, I need you to come out, get on a plane, and uh, come out, and I need you to ride to Carlsbad this weekend. <laughs> I'm like, uh I mean, I just got home. I mean, this is probably nine ten in the morning. I was out all freaking night. I'm, <laughs> I'm not riding Carlsbad this week. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't planning on racing here for a while, so I was kind of, you know. Right, yeah, you're chilling, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then, so I, I held out, man. I held out for more money. You, I said, fuck it, they need, they, they, you know, they need me. I'm, I'm holding out. Wow. <laughs> Plus, I don't care if I ride or not. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it calls me... I, he calls me back. I said, look, this is what I need. I go, if you can do that, fine. Send me something to practice on. I'll meet you at Redbud next weekend. Mm-hmm. I can't come this weekend. Yeah. That's what I did. And uh, shows up at Redbud. You got fourth on the Ports Factory yeah, Husky. on the Ports bike. Yeah. Because nice. I, I got a bike crated and sent to me, and I tried to ride it in the field, and I couldn't even go more than five minutes without it, like, Breathing heavy. The thing was just a tank. I'm like, oh my god. You're like, what am I good? What have I got myself into again? Yeah. Again. But I went. But I went to. But, I, but Danny's bike was okay. And yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Had uh, some works Showa forks that he had from wherever he rode from before. And yeah, yeah. Motor was decent. Uh, yeah, I got like a six four. I would. Nice. I probably should have been second to second moto, but I just, you know, I threw the anchor. I didn't, I just didn't have it. It was hot and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't in race shape. So, yeah. but, um, yeah, that was a, that was a good day. Yeah. That was a real good day. Oh, and uh, overall, I, no joke. I, yeah. And then, uh, the following weekend was, uh, 500 G or 250 GP, 500 support class at, you know, Dillon. And, mm-hmm. uh, I really thought I could win that day. And, uh, I think the practice the day before, or that morning, yeah, that morning they forgot to put the oil in the gas. Oh boy! So, right, uh, so anyway, it locks up. So they didn't have time to do anything but flush it with kerosene and put oil, put more oil in the gas. And uh, 
I just moved into, I just passed uh, Fisher for the lead. I think I'm going to finally win one. Yeah. And the thing locks up on me like wide open down a hill. Oh, my oh. gosh, shit. So <laughs> that was, that was that. So I did come back. He put a new motor in. I did second the second motor, but that was deflated. Yeah, you were like, this this could have been it. This could have been it. <laughs> yeah, um, this could have been it. I kind of could have won a race finally. So, <laughs> so but, you said uh, I went to, went to went to uh, Millville and did. I uh, felt I rode even better. Yeah, uh, got another fourth. Yeah, you go seven four at Millville. Uh, it's Bailey King, your buddy King. Is he still on top, or is he privateering it by now? Or, I mean, is no, he still... he's on the he's on the Tam. He's, no, he's, oh, he's in my van. Okay, so around. I, I, I meant Tam. Tam. Yeah, so Tam is still but going on. Yeah, yeah. He's privateering. No, he's privateering on their bike. Right, right. Um, Alan yeah. Alan goes three two. Eric Eaton five three, and you go seven four. Uh, for fourth oh, overall. Eric was Eric was third then. Okay, I yeah. remember. Okay, I know JoJo was there, but I think he had problems. So. JoJo okay. led. I have this race on tape. Uh, JoJo led the first moto until. Dude, he's beating everybody for, until like three laps to go, and then apparently he, I think he got a flat, and he got second. That's sec- what it was. And he got second. That's what it was. Yep, that's what it was. But dude, yep. he's working Bailey. He's working Bailey. Like, wow, I just—it's amazing. JoJo in the sand track is yeah. like I said. I've seen him beat Howerton when Howerton wasn't being beaten at Southwick, and yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, he could ride some sand. Yeah, I have a. It's, it's a Gary. It's Gary Bailey's home footage of this '85 national. And it's just. Oh, yeah, okay. It's, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I remember him. I remember him filming that because um, I had uh, used him as a, he coached me a couple times. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. It was a couple years before that, and then, and he come up to me some afterwards. I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Yeah, you did pretty good." I go, "Yeah, I'm still." Still uh, using my lessons I learned from you. So. <laughs> uh, no, but hey, jumping in on Laporte's bike, a couple of fourths, not bad. At yeah. Broome, you got 11th Very, first moto, yeah. DNF the next moto. But So at the end of 85, though, Husky's kind of done, right? I don't think they even come back out in 86. No, no, that was me. They, they had oh, that me. was you? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, I, uh, I and that's honestly one of my biggest regrets in, uh, in racing is um, I didn't uh, – you know, I had a bed, you know, it was just me. So they yep, wanted, yep. they, they uh, had me go to Florida. I did, I did terrible. I shouldn't even rode a 500. If every, that was when they combined the classes or, Oh, that's right. Yep. I mean, it was going to be everybody on 250 yep. and everybody, everybody on 500. Yeah. Yep. You know, and then production rule and everything. Um, and you know, I just, I don't know. You know, I had some personal stuff going on. My, and my father was diagnosed with cancer in October of 85. And, um, didn't have much longer to go, and it just kind of right. there's a lot of things going on. That yeah, it didn't maybe I wasn't as focused as I should have been. Hey, your brother Frank, uh, he worked for Dunlop forever, and I think around this era, right? He was working at Dunlop. Yes. So were you getting yes. like? Was he giving you the good tires, Andy? Were you getting the good tires? No, no, I got I did get tires, but <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> Come on, Frank. No, I still got I still got my the thing I like the most is I got the Dunlop hat with your name on it. Oh, you got one things. of those? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's beat the shit, beat the hell. But I gotta find a way to frame it or something. Yeah, but yeah I do have that. No, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, what's funny is like so, like you said, like '86 didn't work out, and you switched to a Honda. If you look at your results, like in '87, this is kind of stuff like where I'm getting older and I'm, I'm following. Like you're still popping up in the results. You got ninth in '87, five hundreds, a couple of almost top tens, eleventh uh, at Redbud and, and Broom. Like you're still 
pretty good rider with just no support at this point. In 90, you get ninth at Broom. Like, you know, you can still ride a dirt bike very fast. And and, and it's just funny how your name always mm-hmm. popped up in these results in Canada, Canadian races also. Um, yeah. You know, you're just, I, I guess there's no rides for you at this time, and you're just trying to make a living, right? No. No, no, I'm just doing it. Uh, I mean, now, you know, with the uh, with what happened to my dad, I had to kind of man the family shop. Yep. And so I'm trying to race pro, man the family shop. It's just, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm doing a half-assed job at both. At both, you know? yeah, so, yeah, right, right. Um, and um, it's just, uh, I just wasn't prepared in '86. It's like in the beginning of the year, you know, I had my they the home my home my own truck. You know, my own mechanic. Mm-hmm. They would have made. They would have worked and made the uh, bike better for me. And I just had it in my head that, you know, I wasn't. It wasn't good enough. You know, yeah. to be on that bike. Well, you know, I'm sure Mickey could have put the thing in the main event. You know, I just. Yeah, yeah. It was all on me. But you know what? I also had. I've also had a. Uh, 20 months time out to reflect on a lot of things. Sure. And, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, you're supposed to look forward, not look back, but it's kind of hard to not to. Yeah, man. I mean, these are good results. Like these are, these are good results, but you know what? And you've listened to these, Andy, uh, guys like Jeff Hicks and, and even Holly, um, and yourself. And I'm just trying to think of some other guys I've done these with Burnworth and these guys like, uh-huh. like, Amazing riders with good results, and nothing really ever happened back then because there just there was ten guys making money, if that, you know, and there wasn't a ton of rides, right. and right. and it's nope. it's shocking how good a rides some of you guys put in with very little support and very little recognition or anything. It was cycle news once a week, you know, and that's it. Right. Like it was it's yep. a different time, man. And I feel I feel sorry for a lot of you guys. I mean, Holly. Holly was number twelve, great, good, great rider. Got a factory Yamaha ride in '86. He got number mm-hmm. ten, and he got yeah, fired. Got nothing. He got fired. Yeah, I know. I remember. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I remember. And I said to him, Jim, how bitter were you at McCarty? You know, and he's like, Nope, I didn't win. I didn't win. I'm like, Jim, right. you weren't beating RJ. You were never going to beat RJ. You know, but right. <laughs> anyways, right. His, his results are going to be, you know, yeah. The same on the factory team or on his own. Like yeah. he was. It's going to be, you know, and yeah. I guess that's the way they look at it. Yeah, absolutely. It was a different time in the sport, man, for sure. Um, rollerball stories. What do you got? How many times oh did you God. race rollerball? I did race rollerball a lot. I yeah. mean, he got, like, say, in the beginning when I started, he just got, let's just say he, like, say, 80 six on he really improved he did yeah yeah he really improved um funny story is i went to toronto i was i was on the husky and um i went and raced to toronto super i used to race montreal too but i went to toronto and i, I know rj came up for that one you know bastido would bring up some guys yeah you know i think actually i think alan might even drove over and rode that i'm not 100 percent, but um Suzuki, um, he brings George Holland. You know George, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, and I knew George just, you know, when Alan on Suzuki, I got to know him. And yeah. Just uh, always really great, nice kid. Yep. Well, he shows up, and he's, you know, just by himself. So I guess Suzuki U.S. calls Suzuki Canada. I say, hey, you know, can you, you yeah. know, send a bike over for George to ride? Sure. 
So they bring this bike, that rollerball was a practice bike probably. <laughs> the front tire didn't even have any knobs on it. That thing was just almost like, oh, my. And I think this before Marshall, so it might have been Al Logue was okay. the mechanic. Yeah. And so, you know, and I know George, and he's, part, he's pitted by me and stuff, and somebody brought him a front tire, <laughs> and he's looking at <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think George even you know, he might know where the spark plug was. Yeah, and that's he, a, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So and, and George, he's a factory. Um, he's a very good factory rider this time. But Suzuki's giving him a beat down rollerball bike. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not U.S. Suzuki, so yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, they, and they did that you know Suzuki Canada don't want uh, George coming up there and beating the rollerball. No, no, that's that's true too. That so, could have been a little bit of uh, a little bit. Yeah, of well, I'm sure it had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought of that. <laughs> so I so I go over. He goes, Andy. I go, don't worry, man. So so you know, I'm getting ready for my heat race. I'm changing this front tire for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hold on. Let me let me but, help you beat. Let me help you beat me. I'm going to put a front tire on yeah. for you. Hold on, George. It's just a- so so. I helped him. I got him. And actually, I'm one of my friends that came up with me. I had him board him. So you know, did, it worked out. Did fine. you? You either won Montreal or finished second or third. I seem to remember um, you doing really well in Montreal Supercross. No, we went to Montreal. Uh, I went road for the, the Morgan guys. The yeah. Tide. Yep. I don't know if you know. Did you ever know Chris Morgan? Or I no? just I knew him just to say hi or whatever. Yeah, I didn't didn't you know? Okay, but um, I think the first year he had the Honda team was eighty six. Uh huh. So we went and did the did all the Canadian stuff. I I had to miss one because of you know stuff at yeah. home going out. With my dad. Right. But um. And then 87, um, you know, he still had his tied deal, yeah. but no Honda support. Uh-huh. So we had to bring our, uh, our own bikes and ride them, which was fine. So it was uh, it was going to be me, Tom, and uh, Mike Beyer. Yeah. Uh, Mike got hurt. So I, uh, I, you know, got Alan. You know, Alan came yep. up and did it yep. in Mike's place. And Alan won the first night. Yeah. And I got third. Okay. You're and like, Ross was second. Yep. Yeah, those are cool looking. And bikes. then the second, yeah, and the second night was uh, Ross, Al Dick, uh, Al King, and Tom Carson, and then me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- I thought I remember. I, this was this uh, this race that year was on TV, I believe, in Canada. You know, obviously I'm yep. Canadian. Yeah. So that's why uh-huh. I remember. Yep. I remember you doing pretty well either. Right up front or close to the front, and it was on TV. It was a one. We got two races a year in Canada growing up. We got Carlsbad, USGP, and yeah. we got, and we got the Montreal Supercross. That was Carlsbad in like October, November. Yeah, yeah, whenever that was. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> way back when. When it, when it came on TV, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, how do you end but, up? Uh, at, but but go ahead. The thing is with with uh, uh, Canadian with uh, the Morgan thing, uh, tide doubled. That was that's how he got paid. I mean, they took care of your expenses and okay. this and that, but they um, doubled what you won. Oh, nice! Oh, nice! So now Alan won a pound of gold the first yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, they used to do that. Yep, yep. So he got two pounds. Um, oh, did it actually give you another pound? Tide gave you another pound. I, I don't know how it worked, but okay. he did get it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I do okay. Know that. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, I think that came later. And then, uh, but I mean, that was a probably. 
that weekend was probably the most I've ever made racing a dirt bike. How much did you probably make? Ever. What did you make? Oh, they probably like 10. Oh, nice. Nice work. You know? Um, Roller still has one pound of gold, I think you told me. He has oh, one, really? okay. one bar of gold still left. So, okay. From his Montreal wins. Um, how Can you do talk you talk to him? He's, is, he, is he doing okay? Yeah, he's doing good. He had a rough patch going on, but I think he's doing great now. Yep. Uh, I haven't talked to him for right, a little while, but uh, for a while. I saw him at Montreal Supercross a few, or Toronto Supercross a few years ago. So, um, okay. Okay. How'd you end up with tough racing? How'd you end up owning tough racing and going to Illinois? You're from New York. No, well, I worked there. Oh, okay. I, 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 um, yeah, I moved out here to, well, Alan rode for him and yeah, I got to yeah. know him a little bit. Okay. And then he, I was going through a rough patch at home and he gave me a job and I went and worked there. And, um, you know, yeah, maybe my name was owned. I, that I owned, uh, when I, when he sold it, mm-hmm. which was, you know, several years after his, you know, his, all his good years he had. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you know, that was I was just my name. I wasn't me, really. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. But uh, it was cool to to go in there for me to go into Tough Racing, the legendary dealership for all yeah. these years, right? I mean, well, you know, when I first started there, man, that that guy had the mail order game. You know, he <laughs> yeah. he knew his stuff. I mean, that was back when you had catalogs and an eight hundred line. And, right, right. You know, and uh, before everybody else you know, got into it, yeah. Before everybody else got into yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Now it's you know, obviously nobody you know who yep. who who looks out of a catalog or orders or calls anybody anymore. So yeah. it's just it's so much different. But he uh, definitely um, innovated that. A couple other things before we let you go here: Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Maxis, and of course Alpine Star Protects. Thanks to thanks to those guys for coming on board. Um, what uh, you ever go to GPs? You ever do any GPs? You get a chance to because when you look at your results, a lot of great motocross results. Um, uh, you ever get a chance to do it? Go over there. I got to race just like the Bologna, Rotterdam Hard Cross. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Um, another regret is never. I, I I didn't want to do anything like that, and you know I had the connections with the European teams I was on. Yeah. I could have probably went. And uh, I wish I would have. I, I'm really, yeah. I'm really kicking myself for never because doing one in in uh, overseas would be cool. Well, especially because like 500 motocross, which is where you got a, your main results. You know, that's yeah, that's zero, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I know, and I've seen so many, seen all the great GP riders race in, in person. That's uh, yeah, that would have been cool. But no, I never got to. Uh, favorite bike you ever raced. What's your favorite bike you ever raced? Um, I'm going to go with the 85 Cowie and tie of Danny Laporte's 85. Yeah, that had the lower tank on it. It looked really cool. I don't know. Like you said, it was the, he had a show of forks on it going on and all this different stuff. But yeah, looked like a cool bike. Now, my other, my other Huskies, we uh, rode it, put an internal flywheel, internal motor clamp, and uh-huh. cut the crank to make it rev quicker. Oh, boy. Jeez. On a 500. Um, yeah. Uh, favorite track? You can't say Binghamton. Favorite track? I can't say Binghamton? No, you can't. It's too, um, it's too. Yeah, I'm going to, I think, you know, result-wise, you know, Redbud isn't what it w- wasn't, what it is now. No, no, it was not. It was actually a hard pack, you know, one line, you know. But I always seem to have some good results there. Yeah. And uh, But I'm going to go... 
obviously my all-time favorite was Unadilla back in the yeah. day. Yeah, I, I've, ser- I've seen those the races on video. Man, did it with, look good? Oh yeah, you never. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's an unbelievable. That, that's my all-time favorite. I do, uh, I do like. Um, I always had some good uh, rides at Millville, so I'm gonna go that too. What uh, What about your rivals? Who's Who's a guy that you've banged bars with the most? You think over the over your career? Was there a guy you hated or a dude that you you know raced hard with most of the time? Um, well, you know, in the beginning, uh, you know, I, I Hicks, you know, we, yeah, we had Hicks. some good, you know, but the problem is a lot of like Tom, uh, Tom Carson as well. You know, we had some good, good races, but the problem is those guys are so much better in the starts than me, you know, so uh-huh. we never really, maybe, maybe towards the end I caught up or, sure. or whatnot. So, right. um, Oh, Finkel Day, too. God, oh, Finkel a, Day. KTM guy. Oh, my God. Finkel he Day. was just a beast. <laughs> he was, you know, you weren't you weren't passing him. Right. I mean, he's too big, and <laughs> he seemed to know where you were. So. Yeah, yeah, imagine that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I can think of some other uh, what, guys, too. But. What's the story with Rick James? What is the story with Rick James? Oh, God. Oh, that's from West. Super I'm freak. Sure. Super freak. <laughs> he's from Buffalo, man. He is? Oh, yeah, I didn't he's know from that. Buffalo. Were you eating wings one night and he was there and you hung out with him or what? <laughs> no, I uh, I was, let's see, well, I was, you know, working my dad's shop. Yep. And uh, he needed uh, some, Mary Jane Productions was the name of his uh, company. <laughs> okay, shocker. Remember Mary Jane Girls? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, Mary Jane, yeah, that too. So, right, right. Uh, <laughs> So I got to work on Rick James' snowmobiles. <laughs> and went went there, picked them up, fixed them, delivered them to him. Now you got these guys all walking around with machine guns outside. So no way, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Is this like the height? Yeah, I used to this, see him out all the time. Is this the height of Rick James' fame? Like, or is this many years later? Or this is when he's um, like this is super freak days. Super Freak was 80 or 81, so about five years after that. And he was still rolling in cash and everything? No, he was he was in something, <laughs> but yeah. It's just to see him out all the time. Oh, all the time. Nice. Rick yep. J. I did not know he was from Buffalo. Now I know. Uh, yes. Yep. 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 Fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, Andy, thank you for your time on the podcast today. Uh, maybe we should do a part yeah, two no down problem. the road. We should do a part yeah, two with more should. stories. Yeah, we should. I got a couple buying a bomber story we should uh, talk yeah. about sometime down the road, too. Yeah, so. I'd love to, man. Absolutely. I th- great career. Uh, you know, like we said, like great results without you know without a lot of cash being made. But that was the story back then, man. But memories you got. Oh, boy. No. Memories everywhere. No, I, uh, I, I think we touched on some of them. I made a bunch of notes, but uh, I didn't even, even read them. We just started going so no, that's, uh, that's... but yeah uh, I, I enjoyed it uh, i don't have a lot of people to talk to about this stuff that nobody knows me from those days so i enjoyed it thank you yeah no problem thank you i'm glad everything's going well um you know and uh man hopefully i'll see you down the road somewhere at a race or whatever you got my number so just give me a call yep. and, and yep. you know hopefully you can get make it out yeah. to a race and see a bunch of your old friends yeah. right yeah, yeah, stay, yeah, stay in touch, and I, I enjoy your work, and uh, I know you're busy, so I appreciate you taking the time and uh, talking with me. No problem. Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, like I said, presented by Alpine Stars and Max's Tires, Andy Stacy. Thanks, Andy. Okay, thank you. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing. He's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pit and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey.